Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. Today is day 666 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Every Wednesday along Life's Trail, we will dig for the nuggets of wisdom that are found in the book of Proverbs. Today, we will explore Proverbs chapter 20 from the voice translation, which will give us a fresh perspective on this book of timeless wisdom. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. Hazel received her chemo treatment last Thursday and additional medicine via lumbar puncture on Friday. She seems to be responding well to the treatments considering the strong dosage. Nat, Elizabeth, and the four kids were able to go to the Columbus Zoo on Saturday, which was a great time together with their family. The oncology staff at Nationwide Children's Hospital indicated that they will be switching treatment regimens in September, which may adversely affect how Hazel feels. So they recommended investing time together doing family activities during August before that. They do have an additional trip planned for later this month. And unlike Hazel's situation, where she has done nothing herself to deserve the adverse effects of leukemia and the treatments, Chapter 21 of Proverbs shows us a direct correlation between our choices in life and the results of those choices. Proverbs 21 tells us that you get what's coming to you. In this chapter, we find an interesting design. The Eternal appears in the opening three verses and the closing two verses, sort of like literary bookends. Set in between these two sections is the topic of justice. This specific arrangement reminds us that God is the beginning and the end. Evil can do its worst, but righteousness will prevail. Verses 9 and 19 are both about a wife who is difficult to get along with. At first, they seem kind of random and out of place, but when we view it in light of the rest of the chapter's main themes, they are a functional role between the design of the chapter. These verses as organizational markers that break up the three sections, verses 4 through 8, 10 through 18, and 20 through 29. Bruce Waltke, in his commentary on Proverbs, outlines the chapter in this way. Verses 1 through 3, the Lord's sovereign wisdom. Verses 4 through 8, the defeat of the wicked. Verse 9, the difficult wife. Verses 10 through 18, the triumph of the righteous over the wicked. Verse 19, the difficult wife. Verses 20 through 29, the lasting gratification of the righteous. And verses 30 and 31, the Lord's sovereign wisdom. The main idea is that the wicked get what's coming to them. But as verse 15 reminds us, when justice is done, those who are right celebrate. God's justice is a good thing but it is also sobering and should motivate us to pursue faith and wisdom. So listen intently as I read Proverbs chapter 21. The king's heart is like a channel of water directed by the eternal. He chooses which way it bends. Everyone may think his own way of living is right, but the eternal examines our hearts. To do what is right and to seek justice, these please him more than sacrifice. The lamp of the wicked lights his way, A proud look, an arrogant heart, all sin. A well-thought-out plan will work to your advantage, but hasty actions will cost you dearly. The fortune made by a swindler is a fast-burning fog and a recipe for death. The wicked people will be swept away by their own violence because they refuse to seek justice. Dishonest people walk along a crooked path that they have made, but the innocent travel the straight course that they have laid. It is better to dwell outside on the corner of a roof than to live inside your house with a badgering wife. Wicked people delight in doing bad things. Their neighbors never see a hint of compassion. A naive person wises up when he sees a mocker punished, and a wise person becomes even wiser just by being instructed. 
The right living understands how evildoers operate. He subverts them and ruins their path. If you ignore the groans of the poor, one day your own cries for help will go unanswered. A gift given in secret soothes angers, and a present offered privately calms fierce rage. When justice is done, those who are in the right celebrate, but those who make trouble are terrified. People who wander from the way of wise living will lie down in the company of corpses. Those who live to party, who pursue pleasure, will end up penniless. Those who enjoy lots of wine and rich food will never have enough money. The wicked become a ransom for those who live right, and the faithless pay the penalty for their treasure against the upright. You would be better off living in the middle of a desert than with an angry and argumentative wife. The wise have a generous supply of fine food and oils in their homes, but fools are wasteful, consuming every last drop. Whoever pursues justice and treats others with kindness discovers true life marked by integrity and respect. One wise person can rise up against a city of mighty men and cause the citadel they trust to collapse. Guard your words, mind what you say, and you will keep yourself out of trouble. The name mocker applies to anyone who is proud or pompous because he is defiantly arrogant. What slackers crave will surely kill them because they refuse to work. All day, every day, the greedy want more, while those who live right give generously. The offerings of wrongdoers are despicable to God, and even worse when they bring them with evil motives. The testimony of a false witness is eventually impeached, but the person who truly listens will have the last word. The wicked wears a defiant face, but the right living plans his path. No one is wise enough or smart enough, and no plan is good enough to stand up to the eternal. No matter how well you arm for battle, Victory is determined by him. That will conclude our exploration of Proverbs chapter 21. Do you find yourself in the camp of those who are right living or the evildoer? What is your responsibility before the eternal one? The precepts found in God's word have the laws of planting and harvesting built into them. You plant good seeds in life, you will reap a bountiful harvest of good. The opposite is also true. Over the course of our lives, we will harvest what we plant. Each week we will explore a full chapter in Proverbs, and I do hope that you'll join us next week for chapter 22 so that you can gain wisdom, insight, and understanding for yourself. The entire book of Proverbs provides us with rich wisdom, insight, and understanding on a myriad of life issues. And regardless of where you are on your faith walk, if the precepts of Proverbs are followed, your life will be rich and satisfying. I encourage you to take them and plant the seeds of wisdom into your heart so that you'll reap a harvest of wisdom throughout your life. Tomorrow we will continue with our three-minute wisdom nugget that will provide you with a bit of wisdom that if you follow will allow you to grow healthier, wealthier, and wiser each day. So encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our trek for today. If you'd like to listen to any of the past daily treks or read the Wisdom Journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe at iTunes or Google Play so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, 
lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.